When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renters and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new car. It's time. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Welcome to the Wrap-Up Podcast with Jake Fratinsky. Bringing you down-to-earth, exclusive interviews with hip-hop artists from around the world. This is the Wrap-Up Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Fertinsky. I am super pumped today to be bringing on an incredible guest in Terrell Osley, who's also known as his stage name, Paidway T.O. So excited to have him on today. He's got an incredible career in the past and an incredible career ahead of him. He's not only a YouTube star, but he is becoming a hip-hop star in his own right. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing all right. I mean, I'm excited to have you on. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Your career has been really impressive so far. You're only 21 years old, right? Yeah, I just turned 21. So you just turned 21. You're killing it out there. You have an exciting career to look at. I think you started on YouTube, you've expanded, you got your music everywhere. People can find you on Spotify, Apple, you name it, you're there. And your music is incredible. I, I listen to your Appreciate music all the time. That's why I wanted you on this show. It's an exciting time, I think, for you because you got a lot of great music coming out. You're pushing stuff out really quickly. What I want to do is talk a little bit about how you've gotten to this point. Let's start from the beginning. How did you get into hip hop in the first place? What got you here? Why did you want to become a hip hop artist? And what got you to this point? Well, the reason why I want to become a hip hop artist, um, a lot of people don't know. Uh, my cousin, his name was Cutter Key from Pontiac. He was like one of the biggest rappers that come out of Pontiac. 
So like, if you like from Pontiac Yacktown, you know who Cutter Keys is. But like, my early age is always wanting to be a rapper and shit. So I used to see my cousin come over here before he passed away and stuff. He's come over here, you know. I used to see him like all the time with all this little jewelry on, clothes. I'm like, damn, I want to be a rapper one day. Then when I got older, I think Lil Mouse came out. Um, I don't know, you know, Lil Mouse is. Lil Mouse had came out at like a young age, and I was like, damn, if he can rap, I can rap too. I I start making music, but music always been around me, like all around my family and stuff. My older brother, Yo Monte Carlo, you always had a studio since I was little, since I was a kid. So I just see him recording, making music, writing music. I come in his room, he bumping his head, making music and stuff. So I'm like, back then I tried to make music, but it was like, you know, I didn't really know how to make music or, you know, like I didn't know the steps to become a rapper. But when I came to Cali, I think when I was like 18, 17 years old, I came to Cali when I was 17 years old, um, I was just visiting, I was coming back from Michigan. I was visiting Cali, my cousin talking about he want to make a label, he gonna make a label and stuff like that. He want me to be his fuck artist. So he had heard me freestyle one time. After I, he heard me freestyle, he told me he want me to be his first artist. So my cousin DG was already rapping and shit. You already you know got some of the big artists at this time, and he had signed me to his label called Zuda T. So you know it just came from there. But then like when I started rapping, like I ain't know all the stuff that come with it. And stuff like that. Now I see that I've been rapping for two years in Zulu T. So like I got better. My um lyrics got better. I learned how to really make songs, how to not leave the studio with a part like kind of messed up. Cause I used to leave the studio with like I say a verse and I knew I ain't really say it all the way correctly. And I just leave the studio, just leave the song how it is. Now like I like working on my music, like working on my song and trying different songs and stuff. It's nice to hear the process that's involved in it because I think a lot of people just think, oh, he's a rapper. He just writes a bunch of stuff on a piece of paper and just goes yeah. and says it. There's a lot more to it. And I think you can see that development in your music. And in particular, you also have a voice. You know, a lot of people think, oh, he's a rapper. He can't sing. But there's a lot more to it. You have to be able to keep a melody. Yeah. You have to be able to come up with something catchy. And I feel like that's something that you're getting better and better at. As yeah. we see every song that you release, every new hit, it's a little catchier. It flows a little better. Yeah. The verses are a little smoother. There's there's more of a story there. And I think that that's something you learn over time. And look, <laughs> in two years, you've done a hell of a lot. So, yeah. you know, you know, you don't have to be humble. It's, it's pretty impressive what you've been able to do in such a short period of time. It's, it's pretty incredible. And again, at 21 years old, I mean, you're just at the beginning, right? You haven't hit near what the peak can be for you. And, and that's, I think, what's so exciting about, about looking at your career. I want to look at then, let's, let's talk a little bit about record label, that kind of story. I think you mentioned you're under your cousin's label or you're not under a label. Do you have plans to try to sign with a big label or do you like being independent? Because in my experience, in talking to other artists, I think a lot of them also like the independence and not being part of a label so that they can just write music when they want, release music when they want. You know, I, I noticed yeah. you, you drop music whenever you want. That's that's kind of nice, right? Yeah, I could drop a song like today if I wanted to. Like independent, it's good to be independent because, you know, like I'm with my family, you know, like so it's like my cousin. So. It's good to have business and, you know, be independent. 
but also like record labels, they they throw you that bag, they throw you that all that stuff to get on the radio, like they get you on the radio. So that's the only thing with like record labels, they throw you on the radio and stuff like that. But I had a lot of big record labels. I had Capital Records hit me up before A for Capital Records. Um, I had Interscope hit me up. Um, I had a lot of um records hit me up, but it's like um I see with the record labels, I see how they like they play they play games. Like when I was trending on YouTube for why would you leave? All the record labels want to hit me up. Then you know like after like they 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 ain't they ain't stay in touch or nothing like that. They only see me trending on YouTube. They like who is this guy? Payway to you know he trending on YouTube. Let me see if we can get a deal or whatever. So I see like they only they only mess with you when it's hyped. So that's why I would like to say like I see the red like, like if you put in and work. If I was dropping music every day, then I know record labels would come again. But like right now, I ain't really worried about no record labels because I see like they, like, I see they motive. I see what they be trying to do. Yeah, it's a lot about that quick cash, right? They they see a guy, he's trending. They go, okay, we can we can sign him, and because he's new, maybe we can get him on a good deal. He he has a couple yeah. big singles, and then we forget about him. And and I think what happens also to a lot of artists and. You know, I don't work for a record label or anything, but from what I see that goes on is I think a lot of times artists get lost in these big record labels because what happens is these labels have so many artists around them and they only have a limited budget. They can't possibly push every single artist the way they push their top artists. So I feel like unless you're the top artist on the label, you don't get a lot of traction. And I think that's a big problem. I feel like for an artist that's up and coming and for an artist like you, it's also really important that that label really cares about you and wants to stick with you and doesn't want you to just put out a few bangers, put put out a few singles. They want you to actually build complete projects. And, And I feel like that's what a lot of artists do. Maybe you could talk a little to that is your goal really to keep putting out singles? Do you like writing an entire story and putting together an entire album? Do you have a preference between those two things? Yeah, um, this um, I got an EP coming, but um, it got like six, seven songs. I got, I got at least over like twenty unreleased songs right now. So, like, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to fit the vibe and the fit the vibe with the title of my EP and stuff like that. See what songs flow because I don't want to do oh, it got all hype music, then I go to singing. I don't want to do nothing like that. Or where um, I'm talking about, you know, like, I don't, I don't like going to, like, I want all my whole, all my my, my track list, my playlist, I want, like, all to be the same topic. Like, not the same topic, but, like, you know, I don't want it to be two different genres of music. But I also I also want to show people that I'm different, like, I'm different in every song. So I do want to drop a tape where I got, all different vibes and different songs just to show people that I can do different beats. I can do different sounds. I can do different flows. Like I want to show people that, but the EP that I got coming out is going to be like mostly showing people that I can actually rap. And, um, like, and when I go into the studio, I don't write, I just freestyle. I write down the first bar. I write down the first bar and then go up to the first bar and see like what I can make out of that. I just really like freestyle. Like all my big songs, I freestyle them. Like I already really write something. Like I already like the only song I think I wrote was the version love song that I have. I, that's the only song that I ever wrote. But all the other music I ain't never really wrote that. I just freestyle. But now, like 
when I make an album or something like that, like that's a whole body of work. You gotta you gotta really put energy, you gotta put work into that. So like an album, I would write that. But like EP, I'll probably just freestyle. It'd be like some good songs, some hit songs on there. Never know. Cause you never really know what songs. Like you never know what song can hear, what song, you know, not, you know. But yeah, I feel like this this year, I only be showing people like I'm gonna be focused on music. I'm gonna be doing YouTube videos, of course, because that's like that's how I came up. So I'm gonna be doing YouTube videos and also I'm gonna be showing people like I'm dropping every day. I'm gonna be trying to drop every month, dropping music every month. And I don't have I don't have one on months where I keep dropping songs. I got like five unreleased music videos right now, but I just ain't dropping it. I'm just waiting for the right time because I can drop them, drop them, drop them, drop them, and build that momentum up. Then just keep dropping. When I get that momentum. I just want really a song by myself that got a meal. Cause I want all the songs, you know, with my cousin to have a meal, even though like shit, I help, you know, get to that meal, you know. But like I want my people to say, oh yeah, all your songs got a million views with your cousin. So I'm really just waiting on that one. I get by myself. You feel me? But um, like kickback is cool. They got five almost five hundred K. But I just feel like me, like like that's a lot of views, but I just feel like if we would put like if I would have promoted it better or whatever, or dropped it a different day, it would got way more views. It's pretty cool to hear that process. Two things that that I want to break down here that you were talking about. One being the process of actually writing the music, and it sounds like for you, and in terms of a lot of these singles, which is mind blowing, you're just freestyling, and that is so cool because that also means it's coming from the heart, and that it's real, and that it's raw. This show is here because I want to talk to artists and talk about their raw stories, talk about the history behind their careers. And that to me is so cool that you just freestyle your music. It's not something that you're trying to manufacture. You're just hitting, you're putting yourself in front of the mic. You're taking that risk and you're just going and doing it. And you're saying whatever you want to say, whenever you want to say it. And that's really cool. It's interesting to hear, though, that when it comes to writing an album, it's a completely different story. And you understand that it's it's a much yeah. bigger deal, right? There's a lot more preparation involved. There's also this situation where the songs have to have some sort of connection. I know you, you sort of touched on that. They have yeah. to have some sort of connection in that they mean the same thing or they're trying to tell the same story, whereas singles are just one-offs. So you can say whatever you want as long as yeah, it's catchy. And it flows, then it's awesome. Exactly. Freestyle. So it's pretty cool to hear that you have a very different process when it comes to just trying to put out a banger versus the process of you trying to put out an EP or even a full album. And that's kind of cool. And and it sounds like you're working towards that. You're working on an EP now. And I'm sure... People are going to be excited to see that, to see what you can bring to the table, to see that you are more than just a freestyle one-hit wonder. You can provide a full project from top to bottom that makes sense and is cohesive. So that's really, really cool to hear. Obviously, you talk about views, that kind of thing. I mean, look, you're, you're hitting it pretty big. The views are growing. I mean, I look at you on Spotify just today, you're getting around 80,000 listeners a month, which is incredible. You know, you don't even really have a label behind you. So it shows you people like your music. Or even an album or EP. Like a lot of people got all the tracks, all the what's name, still can't put in 50K a month, Monday listeners. And these people got whole, like they got way more songs than posted on Spotify, Apple. And I haven't dropped, I haven't really dropped a single, I dropped a single 50 with DDG 
So, but um, yeah, um, I ain't really dropped no no EPs, no albums. I only got like five, six, seven songs really out. So that's why I say like, I feel like I got a little fan base, and once it get bigger and bigger, it gonna get crazy. Then that's oh when, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny you say yeah. You only have a handful of songs. I mean. I went through your songs. I was listening for the last month or so, and I ran out of content too quickly because I'm like, where is the other music? So it's exciting to hear. There's a lot of stuff in the pipeline. You have a lot of good music coming, both singles. And of course you plan on putting out an EP and that's a big thing. That's what your fan base is going to want. They don't just want those singles. They want that complete album they want that complete ep the album yeah. gonna be features the ep ain't gonna have no features i just want to show people an ep like i can make songs by myself well that's a big part terrell because i feel like a, a lot of people forget about that that because of the way the hip-hop industry works because it's such an and i think an amazing industry in the fact that it's a great community you so many artists can work together and get featured on each other's music i think it's a beautiful thing but at the same time There's the other side, which is you also want to show and prove that, hey, I can do this by myself. I don't need a feature. I can do this. I can put out an EP without anyone on it but me, and you're still going to love the music. And that, to me, is really exciting because obviously all the music right now, you got features in it, and it's great. The music's amazing. But it's cool that you're taking that chance and you're saying, hey, I believe in myself. I can go and do this without features. And you're going to love this EP of just hearing my voice. You're going to see that I can do it. I can write a full EP, no problem, without throwing in any features. So that's super exciting. I want to take a moment here to play a little bit of one of your songs called 50. I want us to just listen to it and maybe talk a little bit about it. It's personally my favorite song that you have ever dropped. I love the tune. I think it's melodic. I I think you're just, like you said, you're freestyling and just having fun. That's what I find in this song. Honestly, it's just so smooth and it's amazing. You know, you're telling me you've only been doing this for two years. This is what guys are doing when they've been in the industry for 10 plus years. So to me, it's amazing. I mean, I listen to every hip hop artist I can possibly find. And I, I just landed on you because it caught, it caught my attention. And there's no question that singles like this, I mean, it's only going to help you grow. If you're putting out music at this caliber where it's just so smooth it's hard not to love the music. It sounds like yeah. you're having fun. Are you having fun? Yeah, I, that song only took me like 10 minutes. Um, 
I had made me and my cousin BG had a session. Um, we had like a 10 hour session, like we sure sessions and stuff. It was probably longer than that, probably like 15 hours. He did his songs. I came in, did my song. This song, I heard his beat. I'm like, okay, yeah, I like this beat. I let it, let it play for a minute, rolled me a blunt up. Then I had an engineer um, put it on there, made a song in 10 minutes. Came back. I really, um, first I only had a hook. I only had a hook. I came back the next day and put the verse down. Freestyle the verse. I said, put the, um, the stuff we made on yesterday. I ain't finished. So did a little verse. Then I had to show my cousin something like, hey, you want to hop on this? He's like, yeah. He hopped on at his house. So we had, I went to his mansion. He got the files from his little hard drive, and he had hopped on it. So it was like, and he only, and he, he wrote his verse. So like, he, he freestyled some of it, but he wrote some of it too. But his shit was hard, and he only wrote that shit in like five, ten minutes. I'm like, damn. So seeing how he record, and like over the last years, seeing how my cousin record, being in like studio with other artists, it helped me a lot. So that's how I really like start finding my sound and stuff like that. I really, at first I was caring about what people were saying at first, cause you gonna have, life is 50-50. People gonna hate you, people gonna love you. So that's gonna happen all your life. And it always happened to me in school, people always, some people like me, some people hate me. That's how life goes. So I already know everybody ain't gonna like the song. Some people gonna like the song. Some people gonna love the song. Some people gonna hate it. Some people just gonna be like, whatever. So that's why I learned with life. Like people are always gonna hate you hate on you for what you're doing no matter what and people not even in the same shoes as you so it's just like like what like that's why i be thinking like somebody calling my song terrible or it's not good like what would you if you had this beat what would you do on the beat what would you say on the beat so that's what i just be thinking about people just want to like you know people just be mad and like frustrated with their own insecurities some people want to be everybody want to be a rapper Everybody want to be a basketball player. That's everybody like biggest goal. Everybody want to be a mariner. Hey, that's everybody goal in life to be. But it is how you get there. Everybody got their own path. Everybody got their different path. Like I was asked to be born like in this family. Like I was just born in this family. So I had a cousin, you know, that a celebrity. That a celebrity. I wasn't like, you know, I was asked to born was be born in this family. Like it was just it ain't my fault. So like people just be hating. So like. What I start learning now, I'm just gonna do me this year. Just do me, and they ain't worry about just put out music, whatever song they like, whatever song they don't like, they don't like. So I'm just gonna what song they don't like. I'm just gonna not do that. I keep doing the sound. Just keep trying to prove every sound, every different beat. That's why I like trying different beats, different melodies. Like this EP gonna be crazy. That's why I say I can't wait to drop. People don't know, like, all this stuff take money to be behind this. Like, all this music, all this take money. You got to buy the beat. You got to pay for it to get mixed and mastered. That's, like, like people. Like, I ain't never had a song. Like, I think the only song that I dropped that wasn't mixed and mastered is a song called Fooling Me. But I ain't, I ain't like that song. Even when it came out, even when I shot it, I ain't never liked that song. But it still got 400K, though. So people liked it. So that's why I say I ain't like this song. And 400 people listen to it. And like, I ain't like this song at all. And my cousin said, he liked this song. He said, that's one of my best songs. A lot of people say, still to this day, that like, they like that song and I still don't like it. It's crazy how that works. You never know what your fans are gonna like or dislike. I can tell you, you don't gotta worry about me. I love your music. I am <laughs> on a boat. That's why I reached out to you. So 
you know, what, when we look at this, you talk about, yeah, some people are going to like your music. Some people aren't. And part of being an artist is it's just subjective, right? You're going to yeah. put out the music you want to put out and you shouldn't change that. You shouldn't change. And, and I think what happens in, in a lot of cases, artists over time, if they become famous enough, they can keep doing what they want to do. If they don't, they sometimes end up in a trap where maybe they're under a record label and the label just wants them to sell albums. In your yeah. case, you're not in that situation, which is beautiful. I mean, look, if you keep putting out what you're putting out, don't worry. You're, the money's going to come. That's not my concern. The biggest concern always is you don't want the artist to lose their way. You don't want them to lose that art, the creative yeah. part. And right now you're just filled with that creativity. You can hear it when you're talking about it. You're saying you're going in, you're writing music. You know, I played a, a hit that you just put out and you wrote it in 10 minutes. Well, you didn't even write it. You just showed up to the mic and you freestyled. And yeah. I like that you pose that question where someone goes, oh, I don't like it. I don't like what you did here. You go, well, what would you do with it? Every single person is going to come up with something different on every single beat. And that's the beauty yeah. of it. You could use that same beat for 50, for 50 other songs and 50 other rappers could go on that beat and it would sound completely different. That's, that's the crazy part about life. That's why I be saying that's why I don't get mad when nobody say anything about me. Cause when I first came out, people was like, um, like I'm just not, I'm just not rapping. So I ain't never rap about none of this stuff. Bro. So, so it's just like it's easy. Like when you first come out, you can rap about everything. It's just like when you first do a YouTube video, you do a YouTube video about anything because you haven't done it yet. So I like when you rap about stuff, you can rap about everything, anything, because it's like you ain't haven't said it yet. So when I first came out, better days, people was on me in the comments talking about the lyrics, like the voice. You got the voice. You got a nice voice. I got the voice for the rap. And people just saying the lyrics ain't there yet. But I was freestyling. Like, I ain't writing this stuff down. A lot of this freestyling and stuff like that. Of course, I'm going to say some stuff you heard another rapper say before because I'm new. So when I first came out, people was hating. Yeah. I go back to the songs like New Celine. People was hating on that song when it first came out. Everybody hated my verse. Everybody said, DG used to take his verse out. Whoop, whoop. Everybody saying that. Then it got viral on TikTok. I got 100 people. I, I got I, I got millions of views on TikTok on the video, but I got 150K TikTokers doing my sound of just my verse, me and my cousin, but it's mostly my part. So that's the song everybody was hating on and go viral on TikTok. Then I go back to the views and me on the comments, everybody saying, oh yeah, this song grew on me. When you come back to the song, the song hit. When you come back to the song, the song hit different. Stuff like that. Who hear from TikTok? And now everybody changes their opinion because the song went viral. And yeah. now people want to listen to what I was saying. So I'm like, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, been a couple songs I ain't used to like. Then I listened to it a couple times. Like, okay, the song did grow me now. I like the song. So I do get people because, you know, like, as artists, you got to be, that's why you got to play fans of other people. Like, uh, a lot of artists ain't gonna show love or show pay homage to a lot of people. So like, I know there's a lot of people probably listening to my music. A lot of big people, a lot of people watch my YouTube videos, and they just ain't showing love because I don't know, just like a thing on earth now where people just don't pay homage to people. So that's what I learned with artists like internet stuff. That's why I don't really care to do songs with like rappers or any like anybody or paid people really. Like, I pay for a song, 
But I, if I know I'm going to make the money back, like a feature, if I know I'll make the money back. But, yeah, I, I don't really, like, mess with a lot of these rappers because I see they vibes. Cause a lot of people just know who you are or know of you or probably even secretly fans of you but don't want to show love or don't want to show homage. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're definitely, I guess, is some of that, you know, uh, some of that where they're not supporting you. They're not wanting everything to happen for you in, in a good way. And I talk about it quite a bit, which is uh, the hip hop community generally is a good community. Everyone uplifts each other, but that's not always the case. It's in a lot of cases it is, but there's also situations where there's people who are watching you succeed and they don't necessarily like to see that. And in terms of songs hitting and not hitting, I mean, yeah, there's going to be songs where they don't hit quite right, or people don't quite like it. There's also situations like you had just brought up, which is you listen to a song and you might not like it the first time you listen to it. But like you said, it can grow on you. I've had that before where I listen to an artist and maybe I love that artist. I love most of their music, but I listen to a couple songs and I just don't quite feel it. Sometimes I come back the next day, I'm in a different mood. I'm doing something different and I enjoy it. Maybe I'm doing exercise, I'm working out and I enjoy it. But then when I'm sitting at my desk working nine to five, I don't like it. So I think it's also a personal thing too, in terms of when you're actually listening to music, like let's not forget for a moment, let's just take a step back. Music is just entertainment. It's supposed to entertain people. And sometimes people aren't in the mood to be entertained. So that's part of it too. Someone may have listened to your song and they were in a bad mood and it just didn't hit them right. And then they listen to it at a later time when they're cruising on the highway and all of a sudden they love it and they're bopping up and down. So there's that too. And, And I think that that really comes into it. And I think if you put out good music, I think over time, people are going to love it. And the majority of people are going to celebrate it and enjoy it. But there's always going to be that small group that's hating on you. That's just how it is. And the more you get famous, the bigger you get, the more haters you get, because they don't want to see you succeed. There definitely is a part of that. So Terrell, I want to close out this episode and talk about the future. So you talked about plans to obviously put out an EP do you have plans to do a full album is that the ultimate goal and what's the goal in longevity is the plan to move away from YouTube and become a full-time hip-hop artist or do you feel like you can do both also talk about the fact that you've moved from Pontiac Michigan you're now living in California What's it like there? Is it better there in terms of rap and hip hop? I would imagine it's a bit easier to make it big there too. Yeah. Um, I'll start off with the third one. So yeah, I come back from, I come from Pontiac, Michigan, born and raised. So come out here to Cali. I moved out here two years ago and how that came about. I was starting off as a YouTuber. I was like 18 years old. And I think when I moved here, I think I was visiting 17. I went back for school then I end up dropping out of school to move to Cali. So I have enough credit because my um I end up like I was like I was a senior. It was my senior year. So like, you know, I get in trouble a couple of times. I just get in trouble like mostly like not every day, but like almost every week I get suspended or attention or something, at least get in trouble. So I get kicked out a lot. And I remember they kicked me out till further notice. I was kicked out for like 20 days. So that's gonna miss me a lot of credits in my senior year. So after the 20 days, my mama called the people. I was like, y'all kicking off in front of the nose. Never let me know when you could come back. 
And all I did was cuss at the principal. So they had kicked me out for 20 days. So I missed a lot of credits. We had a meeting. My mama snapped on the little principal, seeing them leaving. So the, uh, the principal and all the like the little dean, um, they all started crying because I told them I was dropping out. Because I was like, my brother, my brother Von Von TV already bought me a ticket. So it was already set. I already leave or I got to stay. Just let him probably get his money back or raise his money. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to go to Cali. I can't be in Pontiac no more. I've been in Pontiac for a whole year going to school, trying to wait this out in this day in a year. And I ain't finna stay, stay in Pontiac to go to summer school. So um, I made a decision in my head that I was just going to drop out. They told me that, that they could um like homeschool me and I could do it off a computer they told me I told them where I was gonna be be at in Cali so they said they looked up they said they could do it I'm like no I'm good I ain't finna be the whole time I'm finna be in Cali now I'm supposed to be working I'm supposed to be trying to better my my life and you know get some views make some money and um I'm not finna be doing homeschool so for like the whole time I'm there then I could go back to Cali yeah I go back to Michigan right after so I end up just dropping out, going to Cali with my brother. Um, I was staying with him for a minute. Then a lot of stuff happened over there. Then I end up moving with my cousin, Diamond. And it's just crazy how everything really came about. I end up moving my, staying with my cousin, Diamond, staying at her place for a minute. You know, you ain't even want to give people their space and stuff. You don't want to really stay at nobody, you know, place for like that long. So. I had um my friend Chart, uh, YouTube with Black Charco. He had he had a place. He had like a room open, so I ended up moving in with him, and I ended up staying with Chark and Trees. So that's how I, that came about. So I ended up dropping out of school. That's always just all crazy. All like everything like was set for me. Like God paid everything. Like it's really like I was going through all this little stuff, going through this little path just to get me here. So um, I dropped out of school and came to Cali and that was just like that was just the story right there I dropped out if I if I would have stayed in school then no telling I probably wouldn't be here right now so that's why I, I'm glad that I dropped out of school I'm not saying like it's cool to drop out of school but like when you ain't never I ain't never had a job in my life so I I don't want to go working out of fire when I ain't never had a job I started YouTube at 15 13 14 years old so I've been getting paid off YouTube for a while since I was like 14 15 so I ain't never really, I don't like people telling me what to do anyway. So that's why I, that's why I always get suspended anyway. I ain't finna take no shit from nobody, not no principal, probably from my mom and my daddy, but no, nah, not from nobody. So that's why I ain't wanna, that's why I'm glad that I dropped out because I wanna be here today. But um, for the kids, yeah, get y'all diploma, man. Yeah, and what, what's the plan for the future? Staying in California, want to be a part of a big label, not putting out albums. Do, is this what you want to do? Do you want to move away yeah. from YouTube? What, what's the plan? The plan here is um, I don't really like speaking on the future because like or the past, really, because I like living in the moment. So um, the plan for this year, though, the goal for this year, like for me, is I just really want to be. I really want to put out a lot of music. I, of course, it's gonna be an album. I want to be an album, but like I said, it gotta be a body of work. I gotta get features. Like the only time, that's the only probably be the time I pay for features for an album, because an album is a body of work. So I, I like 
you know, a lot of like a lot of work with a lot of like artists. Like I fuck with Money Man, I fuck with Young Youngboy, uh, shit. I fuck with a lot of rappers. So I, you know, probably pay for features a lot of of a lot of artists that people is like it's hot right now. I probably won't fuck with their music, but I'll probably pay for a feature or probably trying to get a feature with them for my album because I know that like you know people fuck with them right now. But um, the goal is to like you know get to a label. But like I said, I like I want a generally like like generally I want like uh, a label that really mess with me. I want a label that show me love, already know all my music and checking my catalog out, know stuff about me. Like I want a label that really fuck with me. I don't want a label that only want to fuck with me because I'm trending on YouTube or or got a hot song out or because oh I feel like he gonna blow up. I want a label that that about know me before I even meet them. I want a label that really show love before like before they even sign. That's the only way I'm gonna sign with a label. Um but I ain't fucking none of these labels that just, you know, wanna fuck with you because you training on YouTube or you got a hot song or whatever. You want more than just the money. You want them to care yeah. about you as an artist. You want them to yeah. want to not only make you famous but let you and want, complete and want what you want to do artistically, right? Yeah, I want them. I want them. To see, I want a label that want to see me win. Want to put money into me. Want to uh, show me love. What I hope, like I, I want a label that believe me. I don't want no label that gonna sign me. Then if I don't blow up, they put me on the shelf. You feel me? I don't want a label like that. And like, um, I feel like I'm different than a lot of rappers. Cause I got YouTube. A lot of rappers don't got all that. They like YouTube fans is different than rap fans. That Ario who say that because YouTube fans will support you. YouTube fans will buy this off you. YouTube fans will buy this album if you say this. YouTube fans really support you. Rap fans they ain't gonna follow you. Like if I started off rapping, I won't be at. I'm almost at 300k sub subscribers on YouTube. If I start off rapping and did no YouTube videos, I would be at like 50k. Cause rap fans. They most likely, they like search you up and want to see about your life, but they don't never follow you. Like they just a fan of your music. They ain't like not a fan of you, your personality. YouTube, like they see your personality, they're a fan of you, they know you for you. And they damn near like family. So they support everything you do and they really love you. But I mean, it's the same with rap fans, but they just don't, like they really don't show love like that. So I feel like I got honest, like, I got other stuff that rappers don't have. That's why I feel like a lot of rappers is transitioning over to YouTube because they feel like they can get more fans. Even with TikTok, they got TikTok now. Um, I don't even have TikTok, but he had a fan page with me that got like 700K. And he just posted my YouTube videos and he was getting millions of views on it. So for me not to even have no TikTok and a fan, and a, a, well, like a little fan page get 700K just off my name, just for posting my YouTube videos. I mean, like, shit, people just really generally fuck with me. So that's why I say, like, yeah, rap fans, they really don't support you like that. They want to go buy your album, go buy, make a book back. They want to go buy that to YouTube fans' wheels. That's why I feel like I'm always going to do YouTube and always do rap at the same time. But, like, one day I might make a music channel, but I feel like it's too late for that. I should do that shit when I first started out if I was going to make a music channel. But... I'll probably one day I'll probably make a music channel, I'll probably just drop on music on there. But right now, 
I'm only gonna be dropping, you know, videos. I gotta mix my rap videos in with my, you know, YouTube. But I feel like people ain't gonna. I feel like I feel like I'm a different YouTuber because people already know. Like I ain't never really been on the internet doing none of that, like you know, like a lot of YouTubers be doing like a lot of that corny stuff. So I feel like people look at me as a rapper and a YouTuber. I feel like they cool with that. A lot of people can't do that. It's a perfect response. It's so true that YouTube fans are the real true supporters in that sense, in terms of following and wanting to know you as a person and not just your music. They want to know who you are. And that's the exact reason why I started this show. People who are going to be listening are going to get a taste of who you are, not just as an artist, not just as a rapper, but as a person, what you've been through, how you had to drop out of school, you moved across the country, how you've gotten to where you've gotten to. And I think that this is a chance for people who just listen to you on Spotify can actually get to know the real you, not just paid way to They can get to know Terrell Osley. And that to me is the exact reason why I started this show. So it's, it's an incredible response and it's exactly what this is going to do. That is the goal because on YouTube, it's amazing. Look, you have almost 300,000 subscribers. Those people are really supportive. Like you said, if you ask them to buy your album, tons of them are going to buy your album. You don't get that opportunity when it comes to music and putting it on Spotify and Apple. All you have is the music. That's it. So the key to that, I guess, and then we're seeing that more and more is you're putting your personality into your music. Like I said, in this new single 50, you feel that emotion. You feel that, I guess, freedom coming out of you yeah. in that particular song. You're just having fun. And I think that's what you want to come across is, yes, you're a serious artist and you want people to take you seriously, but you're also just having a good time and understanding that it is music. You know, you're not doing a surgery. You're not a doctor. You're just trying to put out good music and good vibes and let people have some fun listening to your music and bounce up and down. So it's pretty amazing. It, this has been an amazing chat. It's more than I could have ever expected. And I'm so happy that that you jumped on for this, Terrell. So yeah, I again, appreciate you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. If people want to check them out, Paidway TO, you know, find them on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Y'all can follow me at Paidway.t.o. Check us out, the wrap up podcast. Thank you so much for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 